And going on that, a section that really like stood out to me because it's an argument that I know I've had, uh, Ed's had, I'm sure Jeremy's had, like, it's just an argument that constantly replays itself. And it's on, um, uh, I'm going to read two paragraphs here from Winner on page 10 and 11, where he says, one consequence of this state of affairs is that discussion of the political implications of advanced technology have a tendency to slide into a polarity of good versus evil. Because there is no middle ground for talking about such things, statements often end up being expressions of total affirmation or total denial. One either hates technology or loves it. In my own attempts to speak with scientists, engineers, and managers over the years, I have again and again run into responses that refuse to tolerate any ambiguity on this cherished threadbare dichotomy. I have tried to point out that America has far for too long substituted technical solutions for problems that were either political or moral in nature. I have suggested that there might be some desirable alternatives to the ways in which we now employ various kinds of technology. For example, other ways of structuring the use of television than our present nationwide corporate-owned networks. As innocuous as these views are, they are often taken as a threat. Any criticism of socio-technical practice could only be vile opposition. You're just using technology as a whipping boy, the response comes back. You just want to stop progress and send us back to the Middle Ages with peasants dancing on the green. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. <laughs> I mean, and this is the response. I want everyone to shit that, in the like, corner, you know, shit in the brush. Live in That's one right. room, yeah, eat from a hearth or a hearth, and and drink slop, and and put out and make sure alcohol is in everything because the water is not clean enough to drink. That's the kind of world that I want. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck, white boy summer. I want peasants on the green summer. Yeah, I want, I want, I want typhoid summer. <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing it back baby we're bringing back all the fucking diseases that you thought were cured right? okay that's what it that's the luddite promise you signed up for that. i was gonna yeah i was about to say like this is the exact fucking same thing that we see with the way that like luddism is used as this like derogatory word right where it's like and it is exactly that right you you try to pose any kind of critique and it's a you're immediately come back with you just fucking hate technology. You're a primitivist. Oh, you did want, you post that from you your wanna... iPhone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I'm very smart. <laughs> oh, we live in a society. How interesting. <laughs> and then it winner goes on to say in another just fucking like prescient remark, right? How the same thing, you know, infinite recursion of the same, right? Winner goes on to say a typical response of engineers, for example, is to announce that they are merely problem solvers. Tell us the problem they demand. We will find a solution. That's our job. But you may not presume to question the nature of our solution. You are not a member of the technical profession and therefore know nothing of relevance. If you insist on raising questions about the appropriateness of the means we devise we can only conclude that you are anti-technology that's right baby that's right that's right baby <laughs> guilty as charged <laughs> but of course right like you know 
uh, we joke, but we're not anti-technology. We're anti-capitalist and we're anti-capitalist technologies and capitalist innovations. But any of those distinctions, as Winner pointed out, you know, 50, 60 years ago, right? Like we're still arguing over these distinctions, which makes me think that like, you know, on one hand, it's just a, a, a systemic and perpetual ignorance. But on the other hand, there's a bad faith element to it as well, right? Like the inability to understand these distinctions, as Winner points out, the inability to look beyond these uh, Manchian dichotomies of good versus evil, pro-technology or anti-technology, progress or primitivism right the, the 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 seeming inability to look past these distinctions is there's a bad faith element to it as well right they are willfully uh ignorant or play ignorant about this in fact i would say most of the people who advance these pro-technology arguments are the real anti-technologists right because they're the ones that are advocating for increasingly narrow and selective applications of techniques into in ways that don't actually uh, prioritize expanding human welfare or social development or pro- possibilities for flourishing right they're all, they're mainly concerned with self-perpetuation and capital accumulation and all these other outcomes that they say oh no that will lead you know to the flourishing of humanity and humankind but it doesn't as we know right i feel like we are the ones who actually do believe in the capacity to deploy technology in situations to 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 expand the realm of human freedom, right? And to increase human autonomy and to liberate people from drudgery of work and a burden of like undesirable labor. But we're not we're not given that chance. And 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 it I think it's a huge disservice that anyone who advocates for more better vision is told that they're an anti-technologist. You don't know you're the fucking anti-technologist, you know. You think that the way it should be used is just to like what, you know, like we were talking about in our episode with um uh Chuang, you know, these are the people who believe the real anti-technologists are the people, I think, who are like, you know, in Maton going like, oh, we built this incredible thing that that turns our workers into slaves. Not, you know, not the people are saying, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's exactly right, Ed, right? Like, and I think this, this is something, this is a really important point that I think, you know, will be a theme throughout the book as well, right? Is that like, no, we actually hold a greater uh, understanding of the promise of technology, right? It's, it's one that is not constrained to it being only a, a master-slave dialectic, um, one that is only constrained to being, uh, you know, some people are dominated while some people are liberated, right? Like, you know, it is exactly how we ended the last episode on talking about Chuang and talking about the Chinese platform capitalism and, and gig economy and stuff, right? That's like, it's not that question of uh, it could be worse, so why are you complaining? It's no, it should uh-huh. be better uh-huh. for everyone. Uh-huh. So we need to be complaining. Right, exactly. It should be, and we know it can be. We know it can be, right? This is not the end all be all. This is not the best possible situation. It's not even one of the top. It's one of the worst. It's one of the absolute fucking worst, right? So, yeah, we, we're going to complain because we also want everybody to have typhoid in the summer. That's important. Don't lose sight of that.